the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. It is your first word in sports. It is game time. Welcome into the program. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Oh, we got a lot to cover for you today. We'll get to it all here this morning on uh, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we start by saying, wow. You cannot miss him today, baby. He is uh, he is he is sporting a what is that? it's a it's a fluorescent neon green, neon green. There you go. Uh, Ward White's. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, you're you're uh, you've got uh, you're bright. You're shining bright I am today. Bright. You're shining bright today. Uh, Ryan. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Disappointing game last night if you're a Baylor fan. And, uh, but we'll get into that. I mean, it was a heck of a basketball game. So we'll get into all that this morning. So uh, we'll talk some Cowboy football. We'll talk some college football. We'll uh, continue to look ahead to the national championship game coming up on Monday night. We got a lot of stuff going on on the program. RJ Achua. Will join us and talk some cowboy football. Bryce Cherry will join us, talk some high school and and college basketball. So we got a lot of stuff going on for this Thursday morning edition of the program. What we normally do on Thursday morning is visit with Mike Gray from the Humane Society of Central Texas. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Glad to hear Ward is uh, is bright this morning and and uh, visible. I'm telling you, man, it's it's it may be sunglass time. You get to. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Just here to wake you guys uh, up. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's a public service from Ward White's, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, you let me you, let me tell you, you because you're in the you're in the doing good good stuff business, right? I mean, you you yes, you match up animals with families and and and, and make all that good stuff happen. Let me tell you, yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, uh, out on Loop 340, my wife had a blowout. I mean, something happened because the sidewall of that tire is gone. <laughs> so she, and she so she called me. She said, hey. I said, well, I'll be there as soon as I can. So by the time I got there, two gentlemen had changed the tire for her. So there are good Samaritans in this, in this community. And to you two gentlemen, I say thank you. Uh, you know, yeah. she, it really was a bad spot, you know, right there where, uh, loop three forty nine thirty five and all that kind of intersects. Uh, yep. it's kind of a blind yep. spot right there. And that's exactly where she had the blowout. So it was a bad wow. spot, but they got it done and we appreciate it. Uh, happy new Absolutely. year to you, by the way. How, how are things? Happy new year. Uh, they're going good. You know, we are, um, are pretty much open right now. We, uh, not completely fully open, but we are open uh, getting dogs adopted. We um, currently have four dogs at the shelter that are testing positive for distemper still. Um, they're not showing like any signs of it. They're 
you know, they look healthy as a, a horse, but, um, or, or healthy as a dog. Yeah. There you go. Healthy as a dog. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, the city's kind of put, um, uh, a, a deadline, uh, Saturday, uh, if we can't get those dogs adopted out, even though they're healthy, just, but they're still testing positive for December, they're going to go ahead and just euthanize them so we can open back up fully. Um, so we're really trying to get those dogs into foster care. If you don't have any other animals uh, at home um, and you would like to take um, one of these positive distemper dogs, just give them a little bit more time to kind of recover. Um, they're on the right track. Um, and the, the thing about distemper is um, if you bring a dog home that has distemper, uh, you know, a day after it leaves your house, pretty much the distemper is 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 gone. Um, it's not like parvo where, you know, parvo can stay in your grass and your yard and this and that for like years and years and years. Uh, distemper is a very short, um, life if it's not on a, a dog. So, um, it's, if, if, you know, if you don't have any, any dogs and you want to take one home and give it a, a shot to, to make it, uh, Saturday will be their last day. Uh, they'll be allowed at the shelter. Uh, so we're really trying to push for those guys right now. What else do you have going on uh, as far as moving animals and, and getting them matched up with families? Um, we have uh, uh, a lot of people have been coming up and, and getting uh, dogs. We have a lot of puppies <coughs> right now. <coughs> um, I think you all saw the little pup I brought up there right before Christmas. Um, and so we picked up uh, five puppies yesterday from getting uh, spayed and neutered. And, and brought them back to their foster family. So we got, you know, five little pups that are ready to be adopted. They're super cute. And uh, if you're looking for a puppy, we, we, got, we got them. All right. What do you, what do you need uh, at the shelter right now? Um, you know, always need dog food uh, uh, donations, cat food donations, uh, and blankets, uh, especially as it starts to get a little bit colder. All right. Mike, uh, where are you located? What's the phone number? Give us all the contact info. Uh, we are at 2032 Circle Road. Uh, phone number is 254-754-1454, Monday through Friday, 11 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 5. Mike, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Mike Gray from the Animal Humane Society. So, look, if, you, uh, if you're looking for an animal or maybe you, you're thinking about an animal, you, can, you, don't, you don't have to fully commit. That's the cool thing, Ward. You can, you can foster. Mm-hmm. And, and and see how that works out for you if if you don't know. So uh, there you go. There's a couple of opportunities for you. All right, uh, seven oh six, six minutes after seven o'clock. Anything exciting going on in your world right now? I mean, we're coming off of the holidays. It's winter time. I mean, it's burr rabbit cold out there. Snow <laughs> on the ground. No, it's not. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Did you have that white Christmas you were so looking forward to? Did not. <laughs> Got out there with some confetti paper. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. You just never know. I mean, the last couple of days we're running around in shorts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, just the way it is. It's just the way it is. So, so what's going on? Anything? Anything exciting? And is what's the big? What is your big sports story this morning? Um. Mavericks on a seven-game winning streak, longest since 2011 when they won the championship. Can they sustain what they're doing with just one player? <laughs> I I think he's getting some help right now. I mean, 
but he's he's playing unconscious. Yeah, he's something else. He's still isn't getting he? a, he's still getting a little help, but he's just Luca's just he's amazing right he now. He is a machine. He is. So I, I you know I don't know if they can make a run or not, but right now it's fun to watch him. Is he? Uh, when I, I hate doing this, the comparison thing, but I'm going to ask anyway. Is he better in his prime than Dirk was in his prime? No. no. You like you like Dirk? Well, I mean, yeah, Dirk's Dirk's the best Maverick ever. I.e., that's why he has a statue out in front of the <laughs> American <laughs> Airlines Center right now. Well, Luca's on his way to a statue, isn't he? Well, he's got a ways to go. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have a ring. Well, and again, there's other guys that's, that got to contribute and be a part of that thing. Well, yeah, they've got they've got a good team right now. I mean, they've got some guys around him, but I mean, he's just so good. It, it you know, you don't score over fifty three out of five nights unless you're just playing lights out. What was it the other night? Seventy one. Seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, just nuts, nuts. All right, so that that what what is your big story right now? It's something we'll touch on later, but the you know in the light of the Demar Hamlin situation, his charity, you know they they uh I mean we'll touch on it more later, but I mean twenty five hundred dollar goal, it's it hit over seven million overnight. That that's just that's amazing. So, in the aftermath of a a tragedy, some good has come out of it. Yes. And, and 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 I you know and again you hate to comment because there's so little information that's mm-hmm. coming out of Buffalo, but it does appear from the information that you can kind of piece together that he's getting better. Now he's certainly you know not where he needs to be, but there does seem to be some positive signs coming out of coming out of the uh, the ICU in Cincinnati uh, in his favor. So all you can do is continue to to watch, hope, and. And pray that uh, that he continues to get better. But there has been a lot of uh, positive things that have come out of this situation. And uh, Mike McCarthy, we'll we'll talk about the the Cowboys and the Washington Redskins coming up a little later on, and he talks about it. Uh, it talks about you know the mental health aspect of, uh, of you know of just the pl- players that weren't even involved. You know, it was the Bengals and the, and the Bills that were involved in this, but. You know, he's you know, as he pointed out, it affects everybody and everybody in the league and and he'll he'll get into that a little bit later on. Uh we'll talk about the Bears and the TCU Horn Frogs. Heck of a basketball game last night. If you had if you didn't have, you know, a stake in the game, if you didn't have if you weren't pulling for one or the other and you were just watching college basketball, you saw a heck of a game last night. A heck of a game last night. So uh, we'll dive into that, and we'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, don't forget, uh, you can always jump in on the CNC Collision Center text line. We'd love to hear from you there at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660 is the, uh, is the phone number uh, or the text line number for the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, so you can jump in on that and be a part of the program. Don't forget to make plans to join us next Tuesday morning. Next Tuesday morning, we're going to be in Hewitt at the uh, Fuzzy Tacos. And look forward to uh, to being over there. We're going to have half-price breakfast tacos. And uh, they're going to start opening up at 7 a.m. starting next week. 
And so we're going to be there to help celebrate their new hours and and be a part of that and have half price tacos and all kinds of fun stuff. That'll be next Tuesday morning uh, at the uh, Hewitt location uh, of Fuzzy Tacos. Don't go to 1509 because that's on the other side of the street. You got to go to 1510. (laughs) That was the best line of the day yesterday. All right, so that'll be next Tuesday, Fuzzy Tacos. It's a 712. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by WFAA-TV Channel 8's Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just gets too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. And when you get away from the formula that we have seen has been so successful, this offense goes the wrong way. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry. And as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwood-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Cowboys Update, weekdays at 7.25 a.m. and 4.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Start off your new year and shop the great selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the Start Something New sales event, get amazing deals on our entire selection of new Ram trucks, Dodge SUVs, Chrysler sedans, or a sporty Fiat. And of course, if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, or SUV of your dreams and order it today. It's the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. trailing here's George three right corner is good he's made three threes in the first three minutes of the game that is John Morris on the call from the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield and he uh, mentioned that uh, Keontae George had three threes in the first three minutes of the game a hot start for the Bears but uh, it was not a hot finish as Baylor uh, loses 88-87 to the TCU Horn Frogs he mentioned Keontae George starting off uh three for three in the three-point department early in the game. He finished with uh, four three-pointers in the contest, going four for seven. He was four of five from three-point land in the first half, including that uh, those three for three, and, and then finished with just four of seven. It was – I don't know, guys. It was it was two totally different basketball games, in my opinion. Uh, Baylor got great looks, and I do mean great looks in the first half, knocking down perimeter jump shots. Uh, played good defense and uh, and 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 built a 17 point lead, you know. And it was like 10 or 11 at the half. You could see, you know, TCU was starting to whittle away a little bit. But in the second half, holy smokes, Baylor had a ton of trouble getting good looks. Frogs played terrific defense, and then they just absolutely wore them out in transition. I mean, they. I mean, they were getting it back down the floor and they shot a million layups uh in the uh, in the in the second half and cut that that lead and then end up winning the game and it, it, again it was like two totally different games as uh, TCU wins it 88 to 87 they had no answer for Mike Miles particularly in the second half uh he finished with 33 points and i mean he the dagger may have been that three pointer uh, you know, right before the the end of the ball game, but you just look at the numbers, and the numbers will tell you some of the some of the some of the results. In the first half, Baylor shot sixty one percent. In the second half, Baylor shot twenty eight percent. In the first half, TCU shot forty percent. In the second half, they shot fifty five percent. TCU had twenty three fast break points. Baylor had two. TCU scored 52 in the paint, and Baylor scored 24. 52 in the paint. That's because they were fast breaks and they were getting layups and dunks, and and they were going to. They were. I mean, they lived in the paint, particularly in the second half. And uh, TCU uh, got to the free throw line a lot. They were 19 to 23 from the free throw line. Baylor really got to the free throw line. I, I, I'm, and and I need to ask. Pat or John, and, and may do that later today. I, I just feel like it may have been part of TCU's game plan was, you know what, you're not shooting a jump shot. We'll foul you before you do that. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, they only the, shot 28% from the field. 
and two of 11 from outside the arc in the second half. Yeah. That's, that's not going to get it done. Well, and again, look, I mean, they didn't take that many shots in the second half. I mean, they were scoring from the line. I mean, that's where they, that's where they produced their offense in the second half was at mm-hmm. the free throw line. And, you know, and again, you and they got they they got out hustled in the second half. No doubt, no doubt. They just did. And, they and, got they got outran in the second half, and then you, you just you can't you can't you can't expect to win night in and night out if 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 that happens to you. And look, how many times have we said it that that might happen in this league, time and time again. And it, you know, Baylor may do that to. Somebody else, they may do that to K-State coming up on Saturday night who got the big win against Texas just night before last. So it, it this is a good luck figuring this league out because if you can, you're smarter than anybody in this room. But here's the thing. You know, and, we, and we've talked about it a million times and we'll talk about it for the next two months. Everybody in this league can play. Absolutely. Everybody in this league is good. But somehow, some way, you got to find a way to win your your home games. You do. You, you, I mean, that's that's going to be your saving grace in this. If you can win your home games and go fifty percent on the road, yeah. you're going to be okay in this league. If you start dropping home games, you're not going to be okay in this league because winning on the road is going to be very, very difficult. And, and for me, that was what. If look, if they had went to Fort Worth last night and got beat eighty-eight, eighty-seven, you would went, dang, that's a heck. Of, you know, should have won that game. But losing at home is the one. That's the dagger for me. It's it's you, you got to find a way to win these home games. Protect your home floor. Steal yeah. a couple on the road. That's that's the motto in basketball, particularly in this league, because everybody is stinking good. And, and you know, and look, Kansas State went on the road the other day and beat Texas one sixteen one oh six or whatever it was, and they're coming to Waco on Saturday. And I know there's going to be a lot of emotion and all that stuff because. You know the the, the relationships, and, and, but it's some somehow, some way, you got to find a way to put all that to the side, and, and you've got to win a basketball game Saturday. You know, Leon on the on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line says two things: Flo could not stay with the big man. He had he had a bad night in foul trouble, and he was in foul trouble. Uh, when do we expect to win the first Big Twelve game? And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I know this. You got a good Kansas State team coming to town, but you've got to find a way to win the game. Mm-hmm. You zero and three start. That's what you're staring well, at. Zero and two is the worst in five years. And, and and if you don't get it done at home against Kansas State, I mean, I look. I know it's two months of basketball. You don't hit the panic button, but man, you certainly paint yourself into a corner. I think you've kind of painted yourself into a corner at zero and two because it was a home game. You've got to take care of that home floor. Scott Drew, after the game, talking about, uh, well, he d- just talked about his disappointment in the transition defense. Well, it's disappointing that we uh, were so bad in transition. Uh, Mike Miles is a heck of a player, but uh, we got to have better effort in that and getting back. And uh, we got to do a better job uh, uh, stopping transition. Rebounding, uh, we're both elite. Second chance points, we won 15 to 13. Um, but the transition just killed us. And uh, credit to uh, uh, Coach Dixon. They returned 93% of their scoring. They know how to run their offense. They only had seven turnovers. We had 15. Um, we got to get rid of some of the turnovers that are hurting us. Stepping on the sideline every freaking game. Sideline's not moving. <laughs> we got We got to clean that up. We practiced that. Um, but uh, uh, I thought we made offensively some strides as far as uh, – 
We did a good job on uh, uh, getting 16 assists. We haven't had that in a minute. So that was good. Um, we, we made free throws. And that was good. Um, but transition defense killed us. And there it is. I mean, he summed it up. I mean, and, and again, they, they got out and ran the floor. And they ran the floor. And then they ran the floor some more. And and they also played terrific defense. Their defense ward on it, it was totally different in the second half than it was in the first half. Mm-hmm. They they were in your grill, uh, and they just didn't give Baylor a bunch of good looks in the first half. It was bam, bam, bam. I mean, Baylor had some great looks and, at the basket, and that was in part due to why they were able to run that fast break and run the floor as commanding as they were able to do. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, but, you know, when you're able to square – those guards from Baylor, whenever they're able to square up, and they were, I mean, those threes were just dropping, and you built that 17-point lead. And here's the other thing, and I don't – do we have a – they built a double-digit lead in Ames over Iowa State, and it dissipated. You know, and I know that, it, you know, in this league – you're going to have runs. There's, I mean, you're not going to. Well, that that what that's what determines a good basketball team, no matter what level you're on, is how do you survive the runs? Because mm-hmm. teams are going to have runs. Mm-hmm. They just are. That's that's the game of basketball. How do you survive and overcome the runs? And for the Bears, the past two games in the second half, they have not been able to do that. And, and you know, I was I was going to point out that when when the Baylor women went on the road the other night and played Oklahoma, Oklahoma made those runs, and Baylor made enough plays they to, pump the, it. to pump the break on those runs. Uh, last night, Baylor men just weren't able to do it. I mean, and look, you're, they designed a tremendous play. <laughs> I think a tremendous play. And, and they've, got, they've got Keontae George, who's got 27 points. You know, the super freshman. He's going to the basket. For what looked like the game winner on a layup, and got blocked from behind, and it was a clean block. It was got blocked from behind, and, and that's that. But I, again, they had to fight and claw and scratch for everything they got in the second half. In the first half, it, it <laughs> at times it looked pretty easy. I mean, they were you know, and, and I know it's not, but the way that they the way the offense flowed in the first half compared to how difficult it was to get a clean look in the second half. It was like night and day. And as you point out, consequently, when there's an offensive rebound, TCU is flying. I mean, they are flying to the other end and they were winning, you know, they were winning the races back to the other end of the floor. And and again, so you score 52 in the paint, 52 uh, in the paint. And again, Baylor had 49 at the half. And finish with 87 in the game and get beat 88-87. You're now 0-2 in the league. And, you know, again, you've got to find a way to win home games, and you've got a pretty hot Kansas State team coming in here on Saturday afternoon. Well, you got Kansas, Kansas State, TCU, and Iowa State all at 2-0, and top of the conference. Mm-hmm. And in the bottom of the conference, you got Baylor Tech, West Virginia, and Oklahoma all at 0-2. Mix in Oklahoma State and, and Texas at 1-1 and in the conference. But – Look, TCU is a good basketball team. They haven't won eleven in a row for just by you know tripping out there and and finding a way to you know 
get eleven game win streak going. I mean, that's the longest in the conference um, by a long ways, and so that's a good basketball team. Mm-hmm. And you had an opportunity to beat a good basketball team on your floor. You you've got to find a way to take advantage of those the rest of the way now. Yeah, got to finish. And Mike Miles, the uh, Big Twelve Conference preseason player of the of the year. Perform like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was really, He's a really good, good. Oh, is he ever? He was really good. Uh, so now, and again, look, it's it's two a week. You, you gotta you gotta get past this. Learn from whatever you you do in your film study, and then go get ready for Kansas State because that's uh, that offense is going to come in and look. They again, 116 against Texas. The other night, and I'm not saying they're, they're coming to the Ferrell Center to score 116, but they're on a seven-game winning streak too. It, welcome to the Big 12, right? Welcome to the Big 12, and, and you know, and, and I think it was one of the TV announcers kind of pointed that out that this is once you transition from non-conference to conference, it, it is it elevates the the competition level elevates, and so as a as a newcomer to the league, you got to figure out how to elevate to to the competition level and maybe that's that's something they're trying to to get figured out with some of the new guys but you better figure it out in a hurry and, and again because yeah, you you can't go on a slide in this league nope Mm-mm. and, and you and, can trade jabs but you cannot go on a slide because you go on a slide you're going to be looking up the rest of the way and, and that's that's exactly what i was going to point out look you're not going to win the conference in the first couple of weeks but you got to you know as you say you got to hold serve and and get yourself in a position, you just can't fall way behind. Mm-hmm. Just You can't fall way behind. I mean, it's just too stinking hard to climb that mountain in this league. There's no freebies in this league. I no. mean, we, we talked about it in football, how, how well in the competitive balance, well, it's been like that in basketball. This is the best basketball league in the country. Make no mistake about no, it. There's, yeah. It, it, it's not even remotely close. It's not, not even close. So you can't dig a hole – in this league and expect to dig out so that's that's kind of where they say are it, but saturday's pretty much as close to a don't, must win in this this time of season as you're going to find it's a huge game they've got to win saturday in the Ferrell center it's a huge game it, it is it's a huge game all right uh 7 30 this is game time on espn central texas uh we will uh we'll switch gears here a little bit we'll talk about the Cowboys and the Washington Redskins, they're coming up on Sunday afternoon. I think everybody and their grandmother's playing at uh, 325 Sunday. We'll talk about that with RJ Chua from ESPN San Antonio and Blog of the Boys. That's coming up next. Everyone with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A player who was college teammates with DeMar Hamlin speaks about the Bills' safety who remains in ICU following a cardiac arrest Monday night. You'll hear from Quadriolison after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas. 
and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Cowboys running back Quadriolis and starred at the University of Pittsburgh, where he was close friends and college teammates with DeMar Hamlin, the Bills' safety who remains in ICU after suffering a cardiac arrest during the Monday night football game this week. Olison talked about DeMar. I think he's the number one corner in the country coming out of high school, but he actually stayed home to be close to his family and play for his city. And I think, like, true Pittsburgh kid, blue collar, hard work, you know, family that supports each other. And he's like, a, he's a hero for the city, in my as for Sunday's Cowboys game in Washington, the Commanders, who are already eliminated from playoff contention, announced yesterday that rookie quarterback Sam Howell will start the regular season finale. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It's an 0-2 starting conference play for Baylor basketball after TCU pulled off an 88-87 win at the Ferrell Center last night. The MCC Highlanders will head into conference play on a seven-game winning streak after a 66-60 win at LSU Eunice. ESPN reports that Jimbo Fisher has hired Bobby Petrino as the Aggies' offensive coordinator. Petrino has head coaching stops at Missouri State, Louisville, and Arkansas. The Pro Football Hall of Fame has released its 15 finalists for the class of 2023. Rondé Barber, Torrey Holt, and Darren Woodson are among the finalists. New inductees will be announced February 9th. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 735, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We are in the Allen Samuel Studios. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we welcome into the program from my ESPN San Antonio and blog of the boys, it's RJ Achoa. RJ, good morning, and uh, welcome to the program. Let's let's dive into this thing, and, and we've, we've talked about it, but, I mean, don't you think 
that this the way this thing unfolds in week 18 that the Cowboys are going to be the fifth seed and headed to Tampa? Uh, good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, most statistical simulations and probabilities uh, suggest that this happens, I think, 90 uh, percent of the time uh, and 9 percent otherwise suggest that Dallas is the two seed uh, and the one percent little engine there could. Uh, is that the 49ers also lose to the Cardinals, which would vault Dallas to the one seed. But, yeah, I mean, um, it, it would take some some extreme shocking, I think, across the rest of the league for Dallas to be anywhere but Tampa Bay next Sunday. When you look at going against Washington this week, and there is some guys that are banged up. Tony Pollard came back to work out yesterday. Micah Parsons is banged up. Is there a couple of guys that you may get a little bit of burn and then put them on – on the shelf for the rest of the game and get them a little bit aroused or just rest them completely? Or is this a game where you just keep the momentum going? You know, um, you, you can find an example to support anything, right? You know, there's people who are, are team rest and, you know, I don't care what it is, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I want so-and-so to rest. You can find examples where teams that did that won the Super Bowl. You can find examples where teams that played for it won the Super Bowl. Um, it's, it's truly just a field thing. I mean, last year, the Cowboys, uh, they went for some offensive records in week 18 in a meaningless game at Philadelphia. They got them, they partied, they had a great time and they got bounced. And so, um, you know, we saw the Cowboys kind of hokey pokey one foot in one foot out on this last week, um, in, in resting Pollard. And, and I think, you know, scoreboard watching is a necessary part of all of this on Sunday. Um, are, are the Eagles up, you know, 17 to three, are the Eagles trailing, you know, 24 to you know, 16, whatever, um, all of that is relevant. And so I think you, you play as, as efficient of a game as you would play if it were meaningless to you. I, I think you trust if you're the Cowboys that you should be able to win this game. Um, even if you do rest Tony Pollard, even if you do rest Micah Parsons, if it does come down to those things, uh, but it is difficult because, you know, you would hate to, to kind of treat it so casually only for both Philly and San Francisco to lose. Hey, I mean, come on, RJ. They're going to win the game. I mean, Washington's going to – don't they have like a cab driver going to play quarterback? Yeah, I don't know if, if cabs exist anymore or if it's just Uber and Lyfts. But, um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, Sam Howell is their rookie fifth-round pick. And, in, in, you know, this, this has some Cowboys fans feeling a bit on edge. It's the second week in a row that the Cowboys are going to draw a quarterback making their first career start, obviously Josh Dobbs last week. And it's the third week in a row that the Cowboys are going to draw a quarterback making their first start of the season, uh, what with Gardner Minshew being the case on Christmas Eve. So so three weeks in a row to end the season uh, that the Cowboys will, will have some backup quarterbacks to kind of get them ready. You know, no big deal for the likes of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Cowboys get rid of Washington yesterday. Is that because of the play of T.Y. Hilton has just gone as seamlessly as it has so far, or is Washington still just not ready enough to even worry about him for the playoff roster? I think it's both. Um, I, I mean, the Cowboys were, were obviously looking to upgrade the receiver position as, as we all saw the, the Odell Beckham saga unfold. Um, and then T.Y. kind of became exactly what they needed. But um, – I, I mean, it's it's just tough. James Washington was the first external free agent that they signed in the offseason, got hurt in training camp, and so it just it got off on the left foot, and it never really ever got normal again. I mean, played two games, one target. I mean, just um, it just didn't work out. And so um, with T.Y. Hilton kind of answering that question, roster spots are precious, especially if you're planning on, on resting guys this week or whatever the case. And so 
the Cowboys are, are in a situation where they have to have some some offensive line configurations for this week without Tyler Biotish. And so um, sometimes you just end up in that kind of issue and that kind of problem. And, and James Washington found himself on the wrong end of it. You mentioned Biotish. Uh, some reports have him back and ready to go when the Cowboys do move into the playoffs. Uh, that that would be a that would be a huge huge piece of the puzzle for the Cowboys if they are able to get him back for for a playoff run. Yeah, and I mean high ankle sprains are, are not an easy thing, and and you hear different times reported, and, and it does affect different positions differently. It, it affects interior linemen, which he happens to be a, a little bit differently than it affects say a wide receiver. I mean. Um, the, the level of explosion and whatnot is, is just, you know, a little bit different and, and the requirement is a little bit different. And so um, it seems like that's going to be the case. I mean, and, you know, if the Cowboys wind up as that 1%, that obviously helps their cause. Uh, but if they if they ultimately, you know, get Tyler Biotish back and Jonathan Hankins back, I mean, you know, they might lose in, in the playoffs, as we've discussed many times, but uh, it won't be for, for their roster having fallen apart. Is there any chance of this defense getting – more healthy by playoff time? I don't think so, but just because you you would need Anthony Brown back for that to, to feel fine. I mean, Jonathan Hankins coming back, I think, helps along the interior of the defensive line. Uh, and, and I guess maybe the answer is yes, because Leighton Vander Esch is set to return. That is a rising tide that lifts all boats, and, and Anthony Barr has kind of stabilized as of late. Uh, but getting Leighton Vander Esch back, he, he is truly – um, you know, kind of a, a you know, sort of low key, the most important player on the Cowboys defense. And so him back uh, helps them against the run, helps them in all sorts of ways. And so, yeah, I mean, and that's, that's what makes this such a fascinating week. There's, there's not a Cowboys fan that wants to throw it away because, you know, it could wind up working out wonderfully for them. But, but every Cowboys fan is kind of anxious to get to next week to know who's going to be healthy. Who are the Cowboys playing? Where is that game taking place? Uh, it's just, it's a, it's an interesting time right now. If, if the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy could pick, would they want to be the two seed at home against Aaron Rodgers or that five seed on the road against Tom Brady? Well, thank you for uh, exposing our entire content plan this week at Blogging the Boys uh, <laughs> and asking that, that question. Um, I mean, there are arguments to make on both sides of that. And, and where I ultimately fall is, is you always want the higher seed. And, and, but I recognize the, the sort of, you know, triggering sense that, that Aaron Rodgers provides. But you have to, you have to assume that you're going to win these games, right? Like, that's the whole purpose in looking, you know, through this plan. Um, and so, and I get it. Oh, Cowboys go to a playoff game? Oh, that's never happened. But you have to assume. And so, if you assume the Cowboys win that game, and, and you assume that the Eagles beat the, the Buccaneers in the wild card round, I mean, the other game to figure out is the Giants and the Vikings. And I know everybody thinks it's so cool to, to hate on the Vikings. And I know last week didn't go well, but I think the Vikings beat the Giants. And so if, if things go that way, if they go chalk what would, you know, with what would probably be all the favorites, then you know, in the second round, Dallas is going to Minnesota and Philly is going to San Francisco. So not only are you playing a team that, that a lot of people think is kind of inferior uh, if you're the Cowboys, but you're also letting Philly and San Francisco you know, take care of one another. Um, I, I don't want a path where I have to go through both of those teams. And so um, I think that's the best. It, it's, it's hard to say, obviously, but uh, any, even if the Giants pulled off the upset, you would play the Eagles, but you would do it at home. I mean, and, and I, I recognize, you know, there, there's a scary proposition to everything involved here, but it's the playoffs. There's going to be a scary element to every single scenario and every single team. But so um, I would take the two seed at Aaron Rodgers, um, although I probably wouldn't sleep at all for that entire week. 
couple of Cowboys on that final uh, list for the Pro Football Hall of Fame with DeMarcus Ware and Derek Woodson. You think both or either one of those get in this year? Man, I sure would love to see both. And and I hate the the politicking or whatever you want to call it um, that is associated with the Hall. Um, you know, Darren Woodson is so long overdue. And, and I, I recognize it's only DeMarcus Ware's second year of eligibility, but he's long overdue. I mean, he should have gotten in. And, and so last year you run into like, well, he's in, but he's not a first ballot guy. And that's just so dumb to me. Um and, and so it's, but it's hard, it's hard to get two guys from the same team in. And so that's where you, you do kind of worry for them. Um, Chuck Howley seems like he's going to get in this year as a senior finalist. That's obviously a separate thing. Um, I, I really do feel confident that, that DeMarcus Ware is going to get in. Um, I, and it will be frustrating yet again if, if, if Woody doesn't, but they're both hall of famers. I mean, this is a, a really, really tough year. And I've, I've seen a lot of conversation floating around, like, oh, man, this this is one of the hardest years ever. These 15 guys, they're all so great. And I think that's just a product of, you know, I, I'm at a point now where I remember almost all of them in their prime. So uh, it's a it's an indication that the, the media world is, is at large is getting a little bit older, uh, that, uh, that you know, time is moving on and these players are, are getting ready to, to go into Canton, Ohio. Hey, we remember Chuck Halley in his prime, so stop. Uh, 744, <laughs> RJ, uh Look into your crystal ball. How does this thing finish up? Who's first? Who's second? Who's third? What are the C's in the NFC? You know, it's really not fun to, to involve Jalen Hurts' injury in, in the prediction associated with the Eagles just because you don't want to see that. But uh, unfortunately, it is a factor that you have to take into consideration. And I, I do think it's it's interesting that, that he was limited in practice yesterday. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, we've heard nothing but, oh, he, like for the last two weeks, he could play. He could play. If this, he could totally play. He could absolutely play. And then, you know, right after the Saints loss, he's going to play. And so if everything is so matter of fact, why, why is he a limited participant? I just, I find that to be strange. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think the Cowboys win. I, I think that's obvious. Um, I think there's no way that, that San Francisco drops that game with the Cardinals, but I'm I'm kind of feeling like the Giants could do it. I mean, sometimes you can you can see the train coming, um, and that's kind of this this case with this Eagles team. You could see that collapse. You could see that you could see the the drama and the memes and everything. You know, having lost your last three games in a row, that would be one of the most devastating things to ever happen to an NFL team in the regular season. And if there's a team I want to see that be associated with, it's definitely the Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, I'll say Cowboys win, Eagles lose. Um, and then, unfortunately, Packers win, which sets up the Cowboys-Packers wildcard round next week. There you go. Uh, RJ, what, what are you working on for Blog of the Boys? Well, um, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of just in this limbo, in this purgatory, and uh, trying to take this Washington game seriously, but um, it is a unique thing. Um, and and kind of setting ourselves up, exploring all things that could come next week. It's, it's important to note that, that on Sunday we will know um, who the Cowboys' opponents are for next year. Obviously, everybody's focused on this season, but um, that, those are things that we're just kind of preparing for. I mean, a, a whole new season is about to begin. Records and everything associated with it are about to become insignificant. It's a dance, um, so we're, uh, we're picking up our suit, we're putting on our shoes, doing our hair, uh, and getting ready to go into the car and go pick up our friends. RJ, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. There you go. That's RJ Choi. It's blogging the boys. Check it out. It is a it's a great read. I promise. Seven forty seven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. I said a great read, a great listen. It's a. <laughs> 
Blog of the Boys. So uh, check it out, uh, and you'll enjoy uh, what they got. Well, they got all kinds of stuff there. Uh, Ward, have, have you uh, – you've done it, right? I mean, oh, yeah. It, it's, I'm on it every day. Yeah, it's good stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, 747, 13 away from 8. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women stay on the road in Big 12 play, headed to Lawrence to play the Jayhawks this Saturday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It's an 0-2 starting conference play for Baylor basketball after TCU pulled off an 88-87 win at the Ferrell Center last night. The MCC Highlanders will head into conference play on a seven-game winning streak after a 66-60 win at LSU Eunice. 
ESPN reports that Jimbo Fisher has hired Bobby Petrino as the Aggies offensive coordinator. Petrino has head coaching stops at Missouri State, Louisville, and Arkansas. The Pro Football Hall of Fame has released its 15 finalists for the class of 2023. Rondé Barber, Tory Holt, and Darren Woodson are among the finalists. New inductees will be announced February 9th. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.51, this is game time. Drive safely on your way to work. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget, next Tuesday, that is, what, the 10th of January, we're going to be over at uh, Fuzzy's Tacos in uh, in Hewitt, and we'll be there doing the morning show. Game time will be there, and we'll have half-price tacos, half-price breakfast tacos. Look forward to that. So come join us as we uh, broadcast live from Fuzzy's Tacos in Hewitt on Tuesday. All right, uh, let's talk some college football, by the way, here this morning as we get you ready for the uh, championship game coming up on Monday night. Uh, let's see, a couple of, well, how about uh, how about Bobby Petrino going to A&M after not even, I, I guess he didn't unpack his U-Haul in, in, in Vegas. He might have unpacked it, but he had it packed up <laughs> Three weeks. Quick. Three weeks. Howdy. I mean, you know, he's still wearing a name tag. Hi, my name is, you know, as he's getting to know everybody. And yeah, but I mean, he's out of there. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like the Aggie, you know, Jimbo Fisher called him three days ago and said, Hey, what do you think? You know, the conversation was going on there. I don't know. I, just, I, I thought it was weird. Maybe. Is that a good hire? He's a really good offensive coach. He is. But is that a good hire? I, time will tell. I don't know. You know uh, what I'm talking about? I mean, there's some stuff that goes with Bobby Petrino. And there's some stuff that goes with Jimbo Fisher, too. Well, like, yeah. Is he going to turn the reins over to anybody? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, and I again, everything is subject to change, but I can't imagine Bobby Petrino taking that job and not being the play caller. I can't imagine that. But maybe he did. I Well, I think Jimbo was told somebody else needs to call the plays or we're going to do something else here. Or somebody else will call the plays, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think know. that that's how that conversation went because he obviously had only well, struggled a little bit this year with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's a program that everybody thought was going to compete at the highest level, and they're, they're five and seven. Yeah, they start off number six in the country and then miss their first bowl game in however many years. Since 2008, yeah, mm-hmm. I believe. So, there you go. All right, a couple other quick nuggets here. And, and I find it interesting. If you want to know why the networks want those blue bloods in these big games, here's why. I, I think... The Rose Bowl on Monday between Penn State, and I get it, it was Monday, not you know, not not New Year's Day. The Rose Bowl on Monday between Penn State and Utah drew a television audience of 10.2 million viewers, making it the lowest. Or the Rose Bowl. What did I say? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's I'm the saying, granddaddy of them all. I'm saying that's for the Rose Bowl. That's, that's embarrassing. 10.2 million, the least watched Rose Bowl on record. The least watched Rose Bowl on record. Now, 
Uh, the game was still uh, the top non-playoff game at $10.2 million, but it was the least watched Rose Bowl on record. The game, you know, and, there, and that's Penn State and Utah. The Rose Bowl was still the most watched non-semifinal bowl game of the season. You know who the second most watched non non uh, semifinal game was? No idea. Bama and Kansas State. There you go. Bama and Kansas State. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Does not surprise me. Now this one probably will. Well, you know, well, you just you know. By the way, the uh, the two semifinal games, Georgia Ohio State, in prime time drew twenty two point four million. TCU in Michigan in the afternoon drew 21.7 million. I think that's a heck of a testament to TCU in Michigan because you all know that prime time draws bigger numbers, much bigger numbers typically. And final thought on all of this, uh, the Cotton Bowl, which was an unbelievable football game between Tulane and uh, USC. Just over four million watched that game. That's it. Cotton Bowl. That's not good news for the Cotton Bowl. No, but again, Ward, I, I'm going to tell you, did it have anything to do with a non-blue blood being the opponent of USC, a private school in New Orleans? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Are Maybe. you jazzed up about Tulane? I mean, seriously, be honest. And you're a, you're a football junkie. I mean, of all those games, is, is that the one that intrigued you where you said, I can't miss this game? Uh, I was pretty intrigued because of USC and the Heisman Trophy in Williams being in Arlington. Um, but, I mean, every year there's – there's a Tulane-like team in the Cotton Bowl. It's just how it how it falls. I mean, the Cotton Bowl is. I hate to say this, but the Cotton Bowl, as of late, is not as intriguing of a bowl matchup as it used to be. Just not. The two. By the way, the Cotton Bowl was the lead-in to the Rose Bowl, and the uh, Cotton Bowl. I understand why they play it at AT&T. Move it back to the Cotton Bowl. Other than what if it's minus four care. degrees? It's the Cotton Bowl. It can be minus four. Tulane's dramatic 46-45 comeback win aired before the Rose Bowl drew $4.2 million, the lowest of any New Year's Six games since the current format began in 2014. 2014. So it just it didn't, you know, for whatever reason, that one didn't work. Not the way they want it to work from a advertising standpoint and, and, no. and, and ratings and ratings means revenue at that level and right. that's just the way it is. All right. Oh, well, uh, and look, I mean, how many people were anticipating that game? Especially after you had the opportunity to watch the two semifinal games. I mean, all those games on Monday were kind of anticlimactic, maybe. Yeah, maybe an afterthought. Yeah. Hey, I'm not. I'm off today. I'm not doing anything. Casual viewers. 
you know, or, hey, we got last minute stuff to get done before we get back to work mm-hmm. the next day. I mean, it's kind of in a bad window. It was, but I found myself glued to both of them. Well, you're you're different than I know. But the first of all, the USC Tulane game was entertaining because USC can't play defense and Tulane was able to move up and down the field. And as you pointed out, the, the Heisman Trophy winners playing offense for yeah, but USC. You, you, even with USC not playing defense, you you could not tell me you sat down and thought Tulane's going to hang with them. No way, absolutely not. No, I thought they'd I thought they'd have enough defense to to win well, the football game. But you know, I, tip yeah. your hat to Tulane. Yes, I thought Tulane would get run out of the gym, and so did everybody else in the country. So they didn't. USC and Tulane? Yeah. Get, no way. And, and I think I'm, that's the problem. With, I'm, I'm going to the mall or I'm going to go eat. Well, I'm not going to the mall. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. I may go eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a look. You know I go eat. Right. But, uh, and then there's no way I could miss the Rose Bowl. I mean, that's it's. you said it when we started this segment. Oh, it's it, the Rose Bowl. Yes. I'm tuning in. Yes. I mean, I, I'm watching the Rose Bowl parade. I'm watching the Rose Bowl every they, year. They I don't could, care who's in it. They can have an inter-squad scrimmage and call it the Rose Bowl. Like you got to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, final thought here as we lead into John Morrison today's Baylor Sports Beat program. John's coming up at three o'clock this afternoon, and he's going to have Matt Pallage, the new Baylor DC, on the program in the three o'clock hour. Matt will be along at four. That's all coming up this afternoon. But right now, John, the voice of the Bears, has today's Baylor Sports Beat. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's Cameron Jack of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball falls to the TCU Horn Frogs in the Farrell Center last night to drop to 0-2 in Big 12 Conference play. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was the first ranked versus ranked matchup in 191 meetings between Baylor and TCU last night in the Farrell Center. 
The Frogs, ranked number 17 in the nation, fell behind by 17 in the first half against the 19th-ranked Bears. Baylor led by 10 at halftime, but TCU would not go away. They won it over the Bears, coming from behind late, 88-87 the final score, behind a career-high 33-point game from guard Mike Miles, the Big 12's preseason player of the year. Baylor got 27 from freshman guard Keontae George, but were outscored 23-2 in fast-break points. After the game, that was the focus of head coach Scott Drew. Well, it's disappointing that we uh, were so bad in transition. Uh, Mike Miles is a heck of a player, but uh, we got to have better effort than that in getting back, and uh, we got to do a better job uh, uh, stopping transition. Rebounding, uh, we're both elite. Second chance points, we won 15 to 13. Um, but the transition just killed us. And uh, credit to uh, uh, Coach Dixon, they returned 93% of their scoring. They know how to run their offense. They only had seven turnovers, we had 15. Um, we got to get rid of some of the turnovers that are hurting us. Stepping on the sideline every freaking game. Sideline's not moving. <laughs> we got it. We got to clean that up. We practice that. Um, but uh, uh, I thought we made offensively some strides as far as uh, we did a good job on uh, uh, getting 16 assists. We haven't had that in a minute. So that was good. Um, we, we made free throws. That was good. Um, but transition defense killed us. Scott Drew and the Bears fall to 10-4 and on the season, 0-2 in Big 12 Conference play with an 88-87 loss to TCU last night in the Farrell Center. Next up, the Bears hosting a red-hot Kansas State team coming into the Farrell Center on Saturday. It's a 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the K-State Wildcats. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's just after 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. I was uh, informed more that uh, Stephanie from Sales has decided to take the day off again. Well, how about that? After three days of being back to work, Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just take the day off. So we'll call her a little later on in the program and see what what she's what she's doing. She's probably sleeping in or doing her nails. Or I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, let's let's talk a little Cowboys in Washington. That's coming up this Sunday afternoon, three twenty-five kick. We'll have the broadcast right here with Brad, Babe, and Christy at two thirty on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, as far as Demar Hamlin is concerned. Uh, Apparently, there was a his father had a Zoom call with with the players of Buffalo. 
uh, to update him on his condition. And again, you don't you don't want to get too deep into the into this thing because there's just not a ton of information that's coming out. But it does appear that there's some progress being made with with Demar that uh, the the his oxygen they they need about fifty percent of oxygen as opposed to a hundred percent when he first got to uh, the hospital. He's still in intensive care and uh, continues to, uh, to uh, be in ICU there in Cincinnati. And we were just talking a minute ago and how does Buffalo respond on the field? Because look, we're going to play football this weekend. How do, how do the Bills respond? And to to a certain degree, how do the how do the Bengals respond, having witnessed and been been a part of that? I don't know. It's going to be tough. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the whole NFL responds. It's a good point. This whole weekend is going to be interesting, surreal. Yeah, it is. I, I just you know, is it? Hey, look, our 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 teammate, our 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 partner is. In ICU, I really don't. I don't care about playing football, or or is it? Hey, let's 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 rally this thing up. Let's go win a game and let's let's dedicate it to him. I mean, I don't know how they respond. I don't know where their mental their their mental state is. And you know, only those coaches and players know that. Mm-hmm. You know, do coaches even want to coach the stupid game? That's another thing. You know. They're sitting there having to put game plans together. Do they even care? How, do, how does Cincinnati, who, even though it wasn't their teammate, they were involved, they were right there and, and witnessed that down at field level, how do they respond? How do their coaches respond? I don't know. It, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, and again, I'm like you. I don't think we know until we know. I don't think we know until the games. The uh, Mike McCarthy met with the with the Cowboy media, and he was asked, you know, about the mental state of the of the Cowboys as they get ready to play this final game. Just have to make sure you got your resources lined up and that everybody's, you know, keeping an eye on one another. Uh, because you know, let's let's be honest, nobody's fine. Um, I think we all have the tendency to say we're good. Um, so that's that's where our mind is, and that's where our focus is. I mean, we obviously know what's in front of us uh, professionally, but you know, our, our spirituality um, playbook was was open today, and um, and we're working through it. There you go. I mean, he he just basically told you that it's 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 tough for the Cowboys, and they like. Most of the NFL witnessed it, like most fans witnessed it on television. But it hit home, Ward. It hit home to them, and it's it's a tough it's a tough thing for for those players. And, and now they got to go prepare for a game. It's tough for everybody, and it's going to be again. I, I think throughout the league, it's going to be a a tough day on Saturday and Sunday. It will be. I, I don't. I don't see how it can't be, uh, and so and, and you know the one thing you you continue to hope for is 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 continued good news coming out of Cincinnati, and, and hopefully that that will uh, continue to to transpire as we head into into the weekend. Again, it will be the Cowboys and the Red, and it's a big game. 
when when you start talking about the business of football, it's a big game for the Cowboys. I agree with R.J. Achua. And I know there's some that say, hey, I don't want to play a red-hot Aaron Rodgers. He's a Cowboy killer and all that. If I got a chance to be at home, I want to be at home. I think that, for me, that trumps everything else. If I got a chance to be to be with 100,000 screaming Cowboy fans as opposed to on the road, I, I think I want to be at home. What about you? I, I mean, home field has a lot to do with it, but they couldn't get it done on the home field last year either. I know. So... I don't know. I I just have a hard time being comfortable facing Aaron Rodgers. Are you comfortable facing Tom Brady? Yeah, I, I don't think Tampa Bay has the supporting cast for Tom Brady that they even had in game one this year. I think it, Tampa Bay is, is, is not as hot as Green Bay is right now. I just, there's something about about. The playoffs and Brady, I'm like, is this Brady's dude gonna, done. Is he going to elevate himself? Brady's and, done. That is, I can't believe you said that. Yeah, Grandpa's done. <laughs> would you take Grandpa on your team? No. Well, I would. Guy wins. Going to win a division. An awful division. Is he or is he not going to win a division? You could win a division. Is you and Ryan <laughs> could go win a division. I just, I've asked the same question three times. He's he and his team have done enough by to win default. That. No, <laughs> by default, he and his team no. have done enough no. to win the division. They're not good. They're going to win the South. The South is going to rise again under Tom Brady. Stop it. <laughs> they, hey, are, are they not the NFC South champions? By default, you keep putting these asterisks out beside it, but it's I don't not an asterisk. It's by default. I don't see that on the on the stat sheet here. Yeah. I see champions of the West. Father the time South. is catching up. And you don't think it's that Aaron Rodgers a little long in the tooth? It's a 500 football team. Yeah, but as of late, they're playing very yeah, well. Yeah, they are. They're playing really well. Very well. <laughs> uh, I, again, I'm in, in a, everybody has a different opinion. What is yours, CNC Collision Center text I mean, line? You want to be at home against either Aaron Rodgers or, or it could be Detroit, right? There's a, there's a possibility. No, it's not going to be Detroit. It could be Detroit if they win the game. Mm. <sighs> they're you, not going to win the game. Well, I don't think so either, but it could be. So would you rather be at home or would you rather be on the road in Tampa? And then that puts you at, that puts you on the road unless something crazy happens in, in the wild card round. You're going to be on the road the whole way. you got to win one before you can go on the road. I, I don't have faith in this team being able to get past the wild card anyway. So you don't care who they play. They're not going to win. I don't think so. Boy. Then that 13 wins was a fraud. A fraud. That's have, what, that's what you're you saying, Have you seen that right? movie before? Well, yeah, I see it because we've seen it for 25 years. Okay. <laughs> but right now, you got to believe at 13 and 4, and potentially the NFC East champions, that they can win a well, playoff game. you're full game. of rainbows today, aren't you? I'm, just saying you, I'm not saying I do. I'm saying you should. Mm. You should believe. I mean... Is is the season just a total fraud? Did we did we just waste three and a half months? Have had, has that happened before in well, Dallas? Yeah, it happens all the time. But I'm asking you about this year. I until proven differently, I don't. I'm not going to buy in. They're going to play Washington, and Washington's got some dude off the street that's going to quarterback them. 
because their coach didn't know that they were still in the playoff hunt. I don't believe that for one minute, by the way. Uh, you're telling me somebody didn't tell Ron Rivera that you, you still got to He knows. Chance? He doesn't he care. He knew. Stop it. Uh, anyway, the Cowboys should win the game, and they're going to, you know, on the road in Washington. And depending on what happens with, with, with the Green Bay game, mm-hmm. I, I just for me, so you go 13 and four. You're 13 and four, and you're going to lose to a 500 Tampa Bay team or a 500 Green Bay team? Probably. Maybe. Boy, then what a fraud. Like that surprises you. Again. How is that a fraud? I should say again. So why because of past history you have them losing or because you don't think this team is a very good football team at 13 to 4. I I don't believe in Kellen Moore not shrinking in the moment. He's not taking any snaps. I okay. <laughs> Do you believe that that's the right quarterback to win a championship? That? Yes. A Super Bowl? I don't think he has enough supporting cast around him to win a Super Bowl, and I don't think he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. And until proven otherwise. I'll I'll stand by that until proven otherwise. I got you. And I'll tip my cap if he does. But I don't don't think he's again, he's not in my opinion, and it won't buy you a whole lot, but he's not an elite quarterback. If you play Tampa, don't you kind of keep it simple? You run the football. To. Run the football. Eat the I don't care who you play. Yeah. If you keep it simple, if Kellen Moore doesn't try to get too cute, you don't need a lot of smoke and mirrors. I don't need a lot of re-motion to motion and, and yo-yo motion and all this. I, You know, some of it works because it moves the linebacker, but when you try to get too cute with it and you try to get too cute with the football, it never works for this football team. Bad, teams ha- bad things happen. And again – Athletically, I think they are a good football team. Yeah. They got I mean, good football players. Look look what they did with their backup quarterback. Yeah. He kept it simple, stupid, and it worked. And that's all you have to do. Now, a lot of it, you have to admit, was they played outstanding defense. And this, this is a different defensive unit because of but injury. The offense was completely different. Well, it certainly was. I mean, it was it – was, Base offense. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid, and let your players make plays. All right. So that's coming up on uh, on Sunday. We'll have it for you. <sighs> so you don't give Detroit a chance at all? No. <laughs> the fight in Detroit's? Not, not the way the Packers are playing right now. At Lambeau? No. All on right. Sunday night football? No. Well, that's going to be cold, isn't it? 817 uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line. This is this is good. Corey says she's probably lost driving up and down Hewitt Drive looking at even number addresses. But <laughs> <laughs> she should be looking for odd number addresses. Nice. She's she's on she's scouting it out for us. Is uh-huh. that it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's 818. We're back with more in just a couple of minutes, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I think yeah, you are. Like, 
We're going to do it. It needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay. I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Hired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 
Hey, Steph, good morning. Uh, did you know we're going to be over at uh, Fuzzy Tacos next Tuesday? I did. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Uh, Ward wants to know, are you well, – actually, Corey on the CNC Collision <laughs> Center text line wants to know if you're just driving up and down Hewitt Drive trying to figure out uh, 09 from 10. Ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> Corey, that's not even funny. I know what Oh, yes, it is. It is. Oh, it's quite funny. Quite, it, quite <laughs> honestly, it's quite funny, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. I was one number off. You can't. You can see it on the road. Not if you're looking the wrong off. way. If you're looking for nine, you're not going to see ten. And if your hands are at ten and two, and you're watching the the, the road, uh, you're you're certainly not going to going to be looking for that number. Ha <sighs> ha. Well, when you drive, you're supposed to look in front, look to your rear view mirrors, to your side mirrors. You'll see it. Okay, so you put in a whopping three days this week, Tuesday. No, two days, Tuesday and Wednesday. So no, you have. I it's time be, for another day I off. No, I will be in later on today. Oh, you will? You will see me. I will. Don't sound so excited. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about what time you'll be here, because that's when we're going to lunch. Uh, y'all are not nice today. <laughs> I sh- I'll be there probably about 1231. Okay. Lunch. Uh, okay. At lunchtime. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> we'll be, be at Fuzzy Tacos. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's going that's on? Funny. What's going on? Well, yes- Well, yesterday I talked about the most popular sports in the world. Yeah. Yes. Today is the most profitable sports in the world. And I'm sure you're going to guess what number one is. Cricket. NFL. You would think it was the NFL award, but it is soccer at 50 billion a year. Boo. I know. Now the NFL is second with 17 billion a year. Quite a discrepancy there. 50 to 17. 50, 50 billion to 17 billion. That's a, wow. that's a big difference. That's a lot of billions in there. I know. I know. It kind of, it shocked me actually. So basketball. What is the difference? Number- how, how, how much is the difference there? Oh God, you're going to put me on the spot. I flunked math five times in school. Five times. <laughs> it was not my best subject. You're a fifth year senior. Best subject. I don't know. It's like thirty something, but anyway, How about thirty three. That's close. Yeah, good job. Yeah, it's close. See, off by a few. Basketball comes in at seven billion dollars a year. Now, cricket, the game that I still don't understand, is at three point five million. Wow. Get this. I know. I thought it'd be a little higher than that. Million or billion? Million with an M. Like so we've Mary. gone from billions to millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Now I'm going back to the billions. Formula One, which beat NASCAR, is 1.4 billion. Formula One is a worldwide sport. Yeah, but I still thought NASCAR would have been up there, but it's not. Now, here's the shocker. Wrestling, like the WWE, $1.27 billion a year. And that's actually wrestling when it comes to that sport. Wrestling is what they do in the Olympics. Now, is that even like, is it even real? That's what I want to know. I mean, can someone. Don't you dare go there. I want to know because people are like flipping off each other's heads and jumping on each other. I mean, if somebody jumped on me like that, I'd be out. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it would be over for me. Over. So get this. Mixed martial arts. This is crazy. $1.5 billion a year. Is that like UFC? I think so. It, 
It has to be because I was looking at um, I was looking at it on the Google yesterday, and you know they're kicking and it's they're in a ring. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. But I didn't think UFC would bring in that much money. But over the years, it's gotten so popular that I guess I could see 1.5 billion dollars a year. It, it is now. UFC, UFC, and Bellator. Those are the two big ones. Wow. So. Yeah, I know. Um, boxing is one billion, and still? tennis. Boxing is yeah, still relevant. Uh, I couldn't even tell you when the last time I watched a boxing match. Mike Except Tyson? maybe like, probably, probably, honestly. Now, tennis is $700 million, and this is what blows me away. The MotoGP Grand Prix. You know the motorcycle racing? Yeah. That sport brings in $300 million a year. Wow. It beat NASCAR, which just. Where is NASCAR on this list? They're like at the they're like at a, a hundred million. They're not even like in the top ten ranks. Oh come on. Seriously. Come on. Seriously. Ricky Bobby's up, up higher than that by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a movie ward. I do know oh, that. Sorry. So but yeah, there's you have a little bit of knowledge this morning. All right. Uh, roll over. Go back to sleep since you got your day off after two hard days at work. I will be in around noon time or so. I will see you boys then. I like to have a gig where I can come in at the crack of noon. I mean, that'd be good. It'd be good. I'm taking I'm taking care of business. So. All right. All right. Have All a right. good go 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 <laughs> sell something. All right, y'all have a good morning. All right, Bye-bye. see you later. There's no way. That that's car's gotta be higher now. I agree. I mean, that's yeah, in particularly in this country, I mean there's no way. Well, maybe world is NAS, NASCAR's not no, worldwide. It's, no, it's no, not really. No, it's well. There you go. That answers. But that. still, you when you start looking at television ratings and things of that nature, and it's well, some of those TV deals. And yeah, but do they even show NASCAR in the U.S.? Well, they do in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know if it's but that shown internationally. No, yeah, I don't internationally, know. probably not. Probably, I don't know. All right, uh, 829, 29 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Bryce Cherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trip, coming up in just a couple of minutes. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Morrison's Gifts. You know, we're past Christmas, and we're into the new year, and what a great time to give a gift. You're like, what? No, I'm telling you right now, guys, this is a great time just to go give that just-because gift. And you can you you can do that, and you know, look, they've got they've got everybody still got birthdays going on, anniversaries are going on, uh, but so you can but you can still do the just because gift at Morrison's gift, and boy, when she's not expecting it, but that's when they appreciate it the most. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every single occasion. You could choose from uh, lines like John Hart, Consuela, Times. Uh, they got key rings, candles. They've got a the, the widest variety of stuff at, at Morrison's, and you're going to love doing business there. Sally and the gang is going to help you pick out whatever you're looking for, and you may not know what you're looking for until you get there. They'll help you with that. They'll gift wrap it. They can do, even do uh, uh, gift baskets and all that kind of stuff, and, and it's right there at Morrison's Gifts. They're currently located at 43 away at West Waco Drive. Now, there is that rumor out there that they may be expanding and moving a couple of buildings. Now, I wouldn't even say buildings. I would just say a couple of doors down the sidewalk. 
but still there at 4308 West Waco Drive. And that's next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. Go check him out today. You're going to love doing business with our good friends over at Morrison's Gifts. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys sitting here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay. I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. The Cowboys Update. Weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. It's an 0-2 starting conference play for Baylor basketball after TCU pulled off an 88-87 win at the Farrell Center last night. The Bears host former assistant coach Jerome Tang in Kansas State on Saturday. The MCC Highlanders will head into conference play on a seven-game winning streak after a 66-60 win at LSU Units. A.J. Barnes led the way with 20 points. ESPN reports that Jimbo Fisher has hired Bobby Petrino as the Aggies' offensive coordinator. Petrino has head coaching stops at Missouri State, Louisville, and Arkansas. The Pro Football Hall of Fame has released its 15 finalists for the class of 2023. Rondé Barber, Torrey Holt, and Darren Woodson are among the finalists. New inductees will be announced February 9th. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 
All right, take 34. This is game time from the Allen Samuel Studios. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, let's welcome in the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce. Cherry Bryce, good morning. And I see where the Mejia Black Hats have, uh, have found their new head coach. <laughs> yeah, their new head coach being their old head coach. Exactly. Uh, yeah, kind of a, a weird situation in that um, uh, Coach Noel, Aaron Noel, out there at uh, at Mahia, uh, you know, he had announced that he was uh, leaving in December, but he has changed his mind. He will be sticking around. Uh, not completely unprecedented, obviously. Um, you know, not exactly the same situation, but uh, last off season uh looked like kevin hoffman at mart might retire and then about 10 days later he he uh changed his mind took his team to state so um you know it's a it's a tough decision and and sometimes uh you know you're, you have the right to change your mind so uh yeah good for Mahea because i i think uh um you know even though their record hasn't been just overwhelming uh you know, I think he's got Mahea going in the right direction. They have made the playoffs the last two seasons uh, under his watch. Those who have openings, are they getting close, such as Robinson? Yeah, so I had uh, checked with Lonnie Judd, the Robinson AD, uh, before the Christmas break, and um, I know he, he had talked. I asked for a timetable, you know, what, what was their timetable, and he just, you know, kind of said they wanted to have somebody in place in the spring, which, you know, is, is somewhat vague, but, um, you know, I would think that, uh, Robinson will have somebody, you know, by February in place. Um, you know, these, these coaching positions, these AD or these, uh, head football coach positions, um, you know, they're, they're usually, uh, are are plenty of of candidates for them. I mean, um, you know, guys who are assistant coaches want to move up the ladder, and um, and certainly Robinson is a is an attractive school district. So, um, you know, they're going to have no no shortage of options. I would think. Boys basketball in the area getting to district play now, and and most teams are starting to feel out their roster with the football players that they missed in the playoffs now being on the hardwood for a couple of weeks. Who Who is making some strides right now and catching your eye? Uh, I mean, I definitely like the Colin Cadets. Uh, certainly Quentin Snell has done a great job there for many, many years. Uh, I just, you know, that district is always going to be one to keep an eye on just because it's competitive in every sport. Uh, I don't know how many times we've talked about it, but uh, an infinite amount of times, but uh, it's just fun. I mean, um, and Conley certainly um, has, you know, the returning super syntax player of the year and Jelani McDonald. Now Jelani will be uh, a little busy this (laughs) preoccupied. (laughs) Preoccupied, and I can understand why. I mean, he's going to be playing in the uh, U.S. Army All-American Bowl uh, for football down in San Antonio. That's where he'll reveal his uh, college choice. But uh, I would think after that, uh, you know, I would think he would certainly uh, get back into the basketball mix. Um, and man, he is smooth on the basketball court. But, but even without him, uh, I mean, with uh, 
uh, Jalen Nobles and Caden Turner and Kobe Black. They Conley's got a, a really nice squad. Um, and as you said, district play is coming. But I, I mean, I just think that's going to be a fun district with with them, with China Spring, with Gatesville and La Vega. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. You know, you, you love those rivalries. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Baylor women basketball. Uh, in Look, I know it's early and it's really early, but I just thought that uh, that was a terrific win the other night against Oklahoma. Uh, Sarah Andrews was just terrific and and every time, it, what I liked about it is every time that Oklahoma made a made a charge, Baylor fought them off. Yeah, absolutely. They actually never trailed in the game, um, and and you're right. I mean, Oklahoma would make its push, and Baylor would just you know hit a big shot or or get a stop or a steal. You know, I thought the defense was especially impressive, considering OU was coming into the game. Uh, fourth in the nation in scoring. They were averaging 88 a game, um, but Baylor just really got after them. I think OU was two of its first 22 from the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of that is bad shooting, but some of that was just, you know, a credit to Baylor's defense. And you're right. I mean, Sarah Andrews went off, uh, had some slick moves. Just she's such a great ball handler, and that gives her space for her shot. Uh, and she was hitting it. I mean, she had five threes, so uh, career-high 30 points. I think Sarah is really coming into her own as a player and kind of a leader on this team, and and they need that, you know, with the injuries they've had, you know, without Asia Blackwell in there, um, and, you know, no Dre Edwards, uh, you know, so Sarah's kind of their go-to, and uh, and she's stepping up for sure. Does it feel like that this team's starting to find themselves a little bit and learn each other's roles? It does, but it's a long season and it's a tough schedule. I mean, they go from, uh, you know, playing on the road at OU to playing another top 25 team on the road on Saturday in Kansas. Kansas beat Texas Tech pretty convincingly last night. I think it was like 77-59 or something like that. and so that'll be another really tough game on the road. So, uh, you know, it's a gauntlet, and you're you're not going to get through unscathed, that's for sure. Um, but I, I do, you know, to your question, I do feel like they're they're finding their identity, and they're, um, you know, I, they they know they've got to get after it defensively because. Um, that helps them get some some easy buckets in transition. I think Jaden Owens is doing a great job at the point guard spot. She had six steals in that game and six assists. Um, and that's, I think, when they're at their best is when they're passing the ball. They're one of the best um, assists per game teams in the country. You mentioned it, uh, and, I'm, and, and again, we, we've talked about it. It's early in the year, but just how big is this game when they go on the road for their second consecutive road game at Kansas? big but it's not you know the be all end all obviously you know you'll turn around and play uh, more big 12 games next week you know <laughs> i mean uh, so i mean it's a grind um and you know last year uh baylor managed to go what like 15 and 3 in conference if they do that again uh that that probably will be enough to win it i mean you know um so you're gonna you're gonna take some lumps here or there um but 
you know, it, it, it is a big one. And I, I, to me, what, what each of these, especially the top 25 games tell is just, it, it just reveals a little bit more about your ceiling. Um, you know, I, anybody can go out and, you know, beat one of those non-conference teams that you should beat uh, by 30, 40 points. But uh, those top 25 games are now two and three in those games after the o, OU win. Um, those, to me, tell a little bit more about, you know, uh, your weaknesses and what you have to get better at and, and just, you know, like I said, your potential. You know, how far can you go? And uh, obviously, you know, they look really, really good against OU. And then some other games, it's been more of a struggle. Um, and, you know, to me, games like Maryland and Michigan said that they've got to get tougher, they've got to rebound better, um, and and they did that, you know, against OU. So I do feel like they're making progress. Who do you like Monday night in the national championship game, TCU, Georgia? Man, it's, it's going to be fun. I know that much. I mean, how fun were the semifinal games? I mean, they were just incredible. Um, and it make it should make everyone really excited for I think when the twelve team playoff comes in. I mean that's what we've kind of all wanted for for years and years. Um, and if you get more games like that, you know, like you got in the in the national semifinals, they won't all be like that. But man, those were some great games. Uh, you know, Georgia's a thirteen point favorite, and that's fair. You know. Uh, I get it. They're the defending national champions. They got blue chip guys all over the field. Um, but man, I I would not count TCU out. And um, you know, if I'm picking it, it's probably Georgia in a fairly close game. But but you know, the Frogs have been such a great story all season long. Um, this is a team, remember, that was picked seventh in the big 12 uh, did not have one single vote in the preseason AP top 25, you know, Max Duggan starts out the year as a backup, you know, uh, and then you've got a brand new uh, football coach coming in who not even all the TCU fans were completely sold on. And now I'm sure they're ready to build a statue for it, you know, cause what a season it's been. Um, and, I just think Max Duggan is tough. Um, you know, he, he has impressed me so much this year. He actually got my Heisman vote. Um, and then their defense, uh, you know, one of the things that, that came out of that Michigan game was that TCU was just the more physical team. Um, and, you know, I, I think I, I would love to see them really do well and maybe even win it, but, you know, that, that'll come down to execution. But, uh, you know, just for the sake of the Big 12, I think it's, I think it's been a really cool thing because obviously it's the, it's the first Big 12 team that has been there since Texas way back in like 2009. And, um, you know, obviously OU was in the college football playoff, but they just never won a, won a game in the playoff. So to me, to show that someone other than OU in Texas can get there and can win, 
it's just big to the conference. I, I was going to follow that up. If 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 TCU wins, what does it do for the national perception of the league? If TCU loses, how does it affect the national perception of the of the conference? Uh, if, if they, I think it's nothing but a win-win right now. I think TCU um, did more than what a lot of people expected just by winning in the semifinal. Um, so if you win, it's it's gravy upon gravy. You know, uh, first of all, for TCU, it's ginormous because. Uh, besides just, you know, winning a national championship, which everybody wants to do, that's the goal. Um, it would just build on itself by helping your future recruiting, uh, you know, immensely. Um, but as far as perception goes, yeah, I think it would be a little bit of a, a wake-up call to the rest of the, um, you know, country. I think a lot of times the Big 12 has been – you know, rightfully viewed as the Exodus League, you know, the league that everybody is uh, trying to get out of, you know. Um, and I, I think there's reasons for that. Some of it was uh, poor leadership, and I'm going back, you know, before Bob Bowlesby. Um, and some of it is just the fact that the Big 12 teams are in the middle of the a country. And, uh, you know, and there were some conferences that had a little bit more stability. And, and so it was sort of easy geographically for the, for the teams in the Big 12 to kind of go east or go west because they're right, you know, they're right there in the middle of the country. Nebraska makes sense, you know, to a certain extent in the Big Ten. Um, so, you know, I do feel like if TCU were to win it, that would just, show everyone in the country that, you know, Hey, this, this league's not going anywhere. And, you know, now they got four teams coming in, in the, in the fall. And, uh, you know, those are pretty good programs. So I, I just feel like it would, it would give them uh, a sense of stability that they've probably lacked for a while. Bryce, appreciate it. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you got coming up in the, uh, in the Waco trip this weekend? Uh, besides, you know, Baylor basketball coverage and stuff, I mean, and, and certainly we'll be covering some high school hoops uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we'll have the winner of Jinx Tucker Trophy um, uh, being announced this weekend in the paper. Uh, it, Marlin was our winner last year, and, of course, Marlin was a great story. Uh, I won't say who's going to win it just yet, but, uh, but certainly it will be a, a team and a program that um, everyone will know and and we'll say, yeah, they, they had a heck of a year. So uh, we'll, we'll be announcing that. And um, and then I think John's got a column coming on TCU football and um, just uh, kind of what we just talked about, how cool it is for the Big 12. Perfect. Hey, Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Talk it. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald, the Sports Center. It's 849. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Don't forget, uh, if you missed anything on the program, including the Bryce interview, you can go back and catch it on our uh, on, on our website, SyntechSportsFan.com. Uh, That's SyntechSportsFan.com. All the shows are up there in a podcast format, and so you can you can catch those uh, on the on the website at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
com. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's see. As we mentioned, we are presented by Alan Samuels, where you can catch uh, some great deals. And I'm talking about some great deals on uh, on the uh, on the Jeep models like the new 2022 or 2023 Grand Cherokee Limited with values up to $5,000 plus uh, $500 in in bonus cash to uh, first responders and, and no payments for 90 days. You can do that with those uh, terrific SUVs, those Jeep SUVs, and, you know, they're known for their sleek design and, and that uh, incredible technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. And, man, you can check it all out at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Great selection of pre-owned vehicles cars and trucks and SUVs, as well as a great selection of pre-owned automobiles and an outstanding service department to take care of you after the sale. That's what they do at Allen Samuels. They're going to take care of you before the sale, during the sale, after the sale. They want to build that long-term relationship. It's not just about a one-time deal. It is about a long-term relationship with Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You can uh, you can give Ted Teague a call if you'd like to talk to him about a deal. It's 254-772-1000, 254-772-1000, or check him out online at allensamuelsdcj.com, allensamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Nothing that says on Christmas Eve you can't make third and six. Only heard here. Now back, throws the ball deep to the middle, Lamb at the five. All season. Stop, spin, dances in. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Live from FedEx Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys at the Commanders, Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sarah, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or or ubeo.com. 
Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. It's an 0-2 starting conference play for Baylor basketball after TCU pulled off an 88-87 win at the Farrell Center last night. The Bears host former assistant coach Jerome Tang in Kansas State on Saturday. The MCC Highlanders will head into conference play on a seven-game winning streak after a 66-60 win at LSU Eunice. A.J. Barnes led the way with 20 points. ESPN reports that Jimbo Fisher has hired Bobby Petrino as the Aggies' offensive coordinator. Petrino has head coaching stops at Missouri State, Louisville, and Arkansas. The Pro Football Hall of Fame has released its 15 finalists for the class of 2023. Rondé Barber, Tory Holt, and Darren Woodson are among the finalists. New inductees will be announced February 9th. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, day 55. This is the grab bag on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, and Ryan. And Ryan, uh, we, we talked about the positives of when, when life happens and, and there's some negativity. Uh, you can dig for a positive, and that's exactly what has happened with the DeMar Hamlin situation. Yeah, so as we mentioned at the top of the show, um, DeMar Hamlin had a – Toy drive for um, you know needy children uh, over this past holiday weekend with the goal of twenty five hundred. Well, now they are just five hundred dollars away from being seven point one million dollars in donations. Yeah, okay, so we want twenty five hundred, and therefore we've collected seven point one million. It's unbelievable, and there's been really notable donors, of course, uh, Jim Mersey and the Indianapolis Col- Colts, Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, and players such as. Uh, Tom Brady, Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of huge donors, a lot of great support for DeMar Hamlin's foundation. And as far as DeMar Hamlin goes, um, the Buffalo Bills had a Zoom like conference with DeMar Hamlin's father, uh, Mario Hamlin, and they were saying uh, as far as DeMar Hamlin's status has been, uh, he's shown improvement, which is really nice to see. Uh, uh, we talked about the other day how his oxygen levels are starting to come back slowly but surely, so... Um. This yeah, it is still a very scary situation, but uh, pos- treading towards a positive direction. Demar Hamlin seems, for the moment, to be doing better mm-hmm. physically and just with the outstanding support for his toy drive as well. That, that's cool. I mean, he wanted twenty five hundred, and he's so far they've collected seven point one million. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Don't forget, uh, John's coming up at three this afternoon. Matt Mosley will be here at four, and we are back in the morning at seven on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 